We'd like to welcome you back to part three of our current event and weekly Bible study for March 11th, 2012. The next part, we're going to kind of segue into some things they're doing from a food environmental standpoint uh, to try to take us out. Uh, a lot of the things that are, could be on the horizon for 2012. The first clip that I'm going to be playing is entitled The New World Order Blueprint of a Madman. It's actually the third part. I'm only going to be playing about eight minutes of this clip. And it is from Alex Jones. Again, I'm not endorsing giving some stamp, blanket stamp approval of Alex Jones. We're gleaning here. Just like I would glean from the CBS report or the ABC report or those types of things. Okay, that's all we're doing. And, but he did a brilliant job of summing a lot of the research I've done up regarding the potential for coming uh, pandemics. Now, I did a 14-city tour back in 06 on the avian flu. And I'm going to give you the actual video link to that presentation I did in Topeka, Kansas that night. And also the other PowerPoint presentations I've put up online since then that are a little more updated. Uh, but when I see a source able to confirm what I've already researched and what I've already proven, you know, I'm, I, a lot of times I'll, I'll glean from that source, much like, like I would glean from, again, CNN or ABC or these types of sources. So I'm going to go ahead and roll this and um, probably stop the comment along the way. All across the Western world, from Australia to the United States, government-funded universities have been developing level four super weaponized viruses and bacteria that kill over 90% of the mammals that come in contact with it. That's more than nine out of 10 people on your street dead. Weaponized airborne Ebola, weaponized airborne mousepox that can be designed for humans, weaponized airborne smallpox, weaponized airborne bird flu, Weaponized airborne H1N1. Our own government dug up dead whalers who died of the Spanish flu that killed more than 40 million people. And they've dug up the original... Now he's showing the actual articles in the background as he's saying these things where it's actually proving this. And, and again, I've, I've studied this enough to know he's speaking the truth here regarding these matters. So um, I just wanted to throw that in bubonic plague and replicated it. They've taken every disease ever seen in history and souped it up. And they're now developing massive storehouses of these weapons in the name of biodefense under the BioShield program and storing them in level one, two, and three facilities. Let me put this in layman terms. A level four bioweapons lab should be three floors under the ground, barbed wire fences, minefields, and machine guns, and a system that if the super germs get out, they pull a lever, alarms go off, and the whole place goes up in flames. But instead, the global elite are storing it in level two facilities, like the University of Texas at Galveston, behind a glass door with a swipe guard, right there in Petri dishes. And they're doing this so that when they release it to massively reduce population, they can claim it was an accident. This is one of the biggest threats we face 
is the fact that these eugenicists that run our governments have produced literally hundreds of super weapons and are just waiting until they've got their police state grid in place to release them. There are countless other examples of government weapons programs that endanger our planet. You know about nuclear weapons. You know about uh, systems that kill all the life but leave the buildings in place like the neutron bomb. But then, of course, there's also race-specific bioweapons that people like Dick Cheney talked about in the PNAC documents. Weapons that kill certain racial types and leave everyone else alive. In fact, it's possible that a weapon could be released and only Asians would live. Or a weapon could be released and only people of Northern European derivation would survive. Our weapons could be released where only people of Semitic background are killed or people of Semitic background survive. These systems have been developed and are on record. But getting back into nuclear weapons, the Air Force has admitted they've been testing and trying to develop things like antimatter bombs that could actually destroy the entire planet. And yes, scientists at CERN have come out and said, well, there's a low probability that we'll create a black hole that destroys the Earth, or a strangelet, or a particle that sinks to the center of the Earth and then causes the planet to implode. My problem is this. The globalists have shown that they think they're God, but they're not. They're very reckless. They're full of bravada and chutzpah. And we now have hundreds of nuclear reactors in the world that are close to 40 years old or older which are now literally rotting, and 9 out of 10 reactors are now reportedly leaking radiation, and the elite just doesn't care. You know, a great example of this was in the 1940s when they first tested the first A-bomb. Many of the scientists thought that it could ignite the world's atmosphere and kill the habitability of our planet. Thank God it didn't ignite the atmosphere. But the point is, they still went ahead with the test in their search for godlike powers. Now I am become death, the destroyer of worlds. And in their own words said, we have become Shiva, the destroyer. We have become Kali, the god of death. We are going to take on these powers even if it destroys us. A few decades later, the United States had tested more than 100 high-power hydrogen bombs in the upper atmosphere and in the Van Allen radiation belt. The Air Force wanted to see if they could blow up the atmosphere. Again, they tell us all they give up our liberties because somebody might detonate a car bomb. But meanwhile, they're firing hydrogen nuclear weapons into the upper atmosphere in an attempt, in their own words, to blow a hole in the atmosphere. I interviewed years ago the director of HARP, and he admitted that they're able to ignite the atmosphere with this system. Our whole world has become a giant experiment by mad scientists. This presentation is only a small part of the evidence. Unfortunately, the facts are incontrovertible. We have a group of mad scientists who believe that they are supermen in a race separate from general humanity playing God. One reason the globalists are so arrogant is that they've got advanced technology. 
They've been suppressing what's been doled out to the public. So they think they can control all these systems. None of this is new. If you go back to every ancient civilization, the elites believed that they were God and the general population was scum. And the longer a dynasty went, the more decadent and crazy it got. The more the elites began to believe that they were infallible and God. And it's this same incredible hubris that is endangering our civilization today. You have all these elite families interbreeding with their aggressive genes, their psychopathic genes, their sociopathic genes. And then philosophers and scientists come along, like Thomas Malthus 200 and something years ago in England, and says, oh, let's bring back the plague. Let's give people diseases. Let's reduce population. And then you see every other major British scientist and then German, Russian, U.S. scientist since then who's into eugenics saying Malthus was right. Let's promote the plague. Let's kill the general public. And you've got these inbred elites who are into all this stuff going, absolutely, let's do it. And then you find out they're putting stuff in our vaccines, our food, our water. They're engineering Trojan horse genetic traits into food that are causing organ failure and sterility. And you realize that a bunch of crazy psychos are in control. But I'll tell you what's even crazier. These psychopaths aren't even in control. They are so arrogant and think they're so invincible that they've got thousands of laboratories splicing every plant and animal you can imagine. Monkeys that have got five or six other species. Fish that have got insects in them. You name it. It's just pell-mell, helter-skelter, pedal-to-the-metal wild. If we don't... Okay, so with that said, uh, just wanted to kind of give you an overview of this part. Now, I give you the link here to the uh, video that I did on Avion Flu. Uh, it's entitled Killer of Millions. And uh, you can watch the video presentation I did in uh, Topeka, Kansas. And then also the three other teachings I've done uh, regarding this. One of the more expanded, updated version of the video presentation you'd see. It's a PowerPoint presentation that I did. There's a link to that. There's also one on um, the colloidal silver, mild silver protein, its history, its uses. And then another smaller one, if you just wanted to watch a smaller one, on avian flu population control, biological warfare. So I'll give you all those links. And then I have posted the proactive measures in the event of a pandemic regarding... Uh, 5,000 part per million mild silver protein suggested therapeutic guidelines. I give you the uh, guidelines for that. I'm not going to go over all this. If, you, if you're interested in that, you can look at it on the PDF. It's going to be on about page 13 of the PDF. I give you all the guidelines, uh, a lot of different reference material about the mild silver protein. Uh, and then further proactive measures. I get into that as well where um, I talk a little bit about uh, a personal nebulizer. Being able to actually have a nebulizer is very good. You can actually put a diluted form of the mild silver protein, like 100 parts per million, into the, a nebulizer and uh, breathe that solution, and inhale it into the sinuses, or 
breathe it in through the mouth into the lung fields. It's actually a, way, a very powerful way of actually going after anything airborne that you might have contracted. Um, a particular form of oregano oil called, um, it's from North American Urban Spice, or Oregano P73. It's, it's, I believe, one of the best uh, oregano extracts out there. Uh, also, just an all-in-one product. It's 415 organic nutrient complexes in a liquid. It's called Intramax by Drucker Labs. I give you the information on that as well. Also, some gas mask recommendations. And then some other things, just some other uh, resources if you're interested. One, a book by Stan Deo called Dare to Prepare. Also, a book called Strategic Relocation, North American Guide to Safe Places. Which, again, is, you know, I don't know exactly what we're right on the cusp of, but it may be some very dark days ahead. And then another book called Prudent Places in the United States. So I just kind of try to give you some general guidelines to get you pointed in the right direction. This isn't like a, a ministry that's totally geared toward, you know, survival, but I want to at least be able to give you the resources to point you in the right direction. And then a it's called Emergency Preparedness 101, which are the top five priorities in emergency preparedness. And, and we give you those and all of the things that lead up to that. Also, a... A uh, Christian brother had sent me a website that he had, and he's purporting it to be a swine bird flu remedy. He sent me some of this uh, preparation that he made. It's, it's like an herbal uh, food spice preparation, and I, I did try some. It, it's very potent. It's very uh, it's very potent. Uh, you want to make sure you're using it with enough honey, and you make it in a tea form. And I, I do believe it's very good for the immune system. Now, if we were hit with weaponized H5N1 bird flu, I'm not going to put all my eggs in that one basket. Okay, I think you need to take probably as broad of a of a uh, of a approach as you probably could take. I mean, um, if you were now again. According to, to the research that I've done in the past, the people that actually came down with, like, the Spanish flu of 1918 and many other times in history were actually the ones that were vaccinated, okay, which I get into in my presentations and I've got into a lot of previous presentations. The vaccines are the actual ways these things are going to primarily be spread, uh, but if they do find a way, and I know they've already got the way to, and they've already admitted to that with the... Uh, um, a lot of the research that we've released lately, that they've actually got uh, the weaponized versions, the airborne weaponized that are easily transmittable from human to human, they've already got these available now. And, and um, again, what Alex Jones covered in the uh, these biodefense labs where they've got things that should be under level 4 containment and they've got them in level 2 containment facilities. You know, when these things finally get, get out or when they're released, they're just going to blame it on their... They're shoddy, uh, but it's all going to be by design, okay? This is the whole thing of eugenics. This is the whole thing of the depopulation of the planet and trying to bring population levels um, anywhere from a 66% reduction to a 95% reduction, depending on what New World Order globalist you quote. The Ten Commandments for the New World Order, essentially the first commandment is to reduce world population to 500 million, 
you know, and you're looking at a 90 to 95% reduction there, according to the world, according to the current population on planet Earth. So, he, I'm giving you the link to the page that he's got on the bird flu remedy, and I, I do, I think it's really good, this stuff, I do, um, and, uh, you know, to have this in addition to whatever else you're doing, uh, I think it's very good. Now, the website will be gone after April 30th. I'm not 100% sure on that, but he wanted me to get it up there because the website will be gone after April 30th. So I give you the link to that that you can click on here from the PDF. And this is a, just a little thing I saw the other day on uh, white pine needles for the immune system. And these are just some more some home type of, of remedy things that, that you can do. As well, or if you're out, let's say you don't have access to any of this stuff, uh, you're away from your survival gear, you just have never had a chance to um, prepare. Um, like these white pine needles are very, very high in vitamin C. You can actually put them in a hot, like water, and, and actually extract vitamin C from the actual pine needles. Uh, they also have a substance called shikimic acid, which is also very good for the immune system. Uh, anyway, there's a link to that particular little article, and um, these are some other things that you can do. There's another link here to some emergency medical supplies. They have actual bags you can buy. Uh, these are like really good. This is hard to find. This is not, I, I researched the internet one night for a long time, and I couldn't find these types of bags where it's kind of like an all-in-one bag and it's got like um they've got like mini bags and bigger bags and then they've got a lot of emergency medical supplies all the way down to like sutures and in the things that you could perform minor surgery with uh and it's it's uh, doomandbloom.net uh so I give you the link to that as well. And again, I'm not getting anything for any of this. I'm, I'm just trying to point you in the right direction, trying to give you some some uh, resources to save you a lot of time because some of these things I have tried to, to find and I had a really tough time. Uh, but this is an excellent one. And then also this is a uh, doomsday bunker. One man is helping people prepare for Armageddon. The impact of the tsunami in Japan a year ago was also felt in the United States, prompting an estimated 1,000% increase in the sale of doomsday bunkers, which are secret underground safe houses built to deliver families through Armageddon-like catastrophes. And in the wake of the deadly tornadoes that ripped through Indiana and Kentucky last week, interest in the impenetrable underground safety zones have once again peaked. So what exactly goes into the creation of a secret secure bunker? Dallas-based Deep Earth Bunker owner Scott Bales and his engineers have teamed up with the Discovery Channel to show what goes into making these technologically advanced secretive hideouts. Each episode of Doomsday Bunkers is a start-to-finish guide in the building of a bunker and shows how you to build your own safety rooms and is tailor-made to suit the owner's needs. Now, there's eight there's seven different links here. Uh, build your own bunker, and it, there's links here. Right-click on the links and choose Save As to your computer. One of them's a home fallout shelter. One of them's a fallout shelter above ground. One of them's a fallout shelter modified ceiling. One of them's a fallout shelter concrete basement. Another one's a fallout shelter tilt-up storage unit. Another one's a fallout shelter lean-to shelter. 
and another one's how to build a bomb shelter. So again, I'm not saying that that you got to do this stuff. I'm saying that you know, I'm trying to give you the resources. You know, if you feel so led in a particular area, and a lot of times it's not about really it shouldn't be so much about saving our own skin, but about how. If you feel led to do something like this, how the Lord could use that in the end times, how the Lord could use you to help others and to help ultimately lead other people to the Lord Jesus Christ. So that's something to think about as well. And then the last thing is the, they're called emergency response protocols, establishing operational guides for times of crisis. And these are a set of cards, laminated cards that this man has made that, okay, if this happens, like, okay, uh, let's say nuclear event tornadic event, floods. He's got all of these cards and you follow, because a lot of times people in those situations will forget things. Obviously it's human nature. Well, these are cards that I guess you can make and you have them and like he had them on the wall and whatever event arises, you go, okay, one, step two, step three. And they're pretty neat. And there's a link here to download these on Word document templates. All of this is free. That... I'm not really giving you, I've had this stuff either emailed to me or I've seen it online and I'm just trying to pull it into one place so you have it as a resource. Uh, and then there's actually a, uh, a YouTube video you can watch of this as well. I'm not going to play it, but you can watch it and, and um, it's the video outlines the philosophy and strategies for establishing operational guidelines that can be used in a time of crisis. I think it's really good. I mean, it's just preparation. It's just doing advanced preparation so that when those times, when it happens, no matter what event, you're prepared. And um, just some things to think about. And that's all I've really got for today. It's it's uh, a lot of things that a lot of times during the course of the week you might want to go and kind of research yourself. And, and, and uh, um, there's a lot of other videos that I've given here that I didn't get into today. So I'll go ahead and uh, close this out in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we do thank you for this day and this time you've given us. I do thank you that you've let us come together once again, Lord. And I just pray that you would use these teachings, Lord, mightily for your glory. uh, That ultimately we would just be in a position of strength and not of weakness, Lord, regarding the end times. I pray you bless my listeners, the body of Christ, Lord God, those that cannot protect themselves, the innocent, the widows, the orphans, that they... Lord God, that you grant them shelter, food, water, all the necessities of life, Lord. I just pray you bless them. Use them almightily, Lord God, in the days and times ahead for your glory. Use them, Lord God, to lead other people to the Lord Jesus Christ. I do pray that you forgive us for any and all sins we've committed in any way, shape, or form, as we forgive those who have sinned against us, and that the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart would be acceptable and pleasing in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer, that you would cleanse us from presumptuous sins and secret faults that they would not have dominion over us, and that your name would be glorified through the body of Christ. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.